Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of Columbia Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about our community and how it works, you've come to the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news may affect you and your life, and all it takes is about five minutes of your time. Today's topic revolves around local diversity. Many students remember the long nights they spent studying to take the SAT, waking up early on a Saturday morning to go to your testing location and hoping you remember that Algebra 2 and how to use context clues. But something about the SAT is changing. This summer, the College Board announced it's adding a new metric to the scoring of the test. It's called an adversity score, and according to the New York Times, this new measurement takes into account things that might interfere with the student's success on the test, like crime rates or the poverty rate in the neighborhood where the students grew up. USC was one of the universities to beta test the measure last year, and will be using the score again in the year ahead. Today, reporter Drew Hill sits down with Dr. Jason Cummings, a University of South Carolina professor and researcher of diverse populations, to learn more about the adversity score and why it may be needed. I'm sitting down with Dr. Jason Cummings, professor of sociology and African-American studies at the University of South Carolina. And because of your background studying minority populations, what have you learned basically about like students specifically? experiences that students of colors have at predominantly white institutions like USC are challenged in many ways, not just simply due to kind of the adversity that they may experience prior to coming to school, whether it's socioeconomic adversity or adversity based on race with the discrimination they may experience or disadvantages that they may have in the communities in which they're from, specifically from South Carolina. Because in South Carolina, there's a large minority population, but also there's a large poor population. So even overcoming, right, the lack of resources at many of their high schools and middle schools to even get here, right, is a challenge. That's an issue. And so once they get here, right, that they often find themselves in spaces where they experience, right, discrimination, stigma, assumptions by white students that they are here because of affirmative action and not their own achievement, just generalized stress from different things that are happening um, on campus and around campus. Can you tell me sort of the benefits of having a diverse population, especially, like you said, in a southern campus like USC, because it is like the flagship university of South Carolina, why it's important to have all types of people represented? It's important to have, right, diverse populations for a range of different reasons. But I think one of the most important is that we live in a diverse world, right? And people are handicapped if they're not able to deal with and work with and communicate with people from diverse backgrounds, right? If we take, right, the perspective of research, a lot of research suggests that positive contact, notice I said positive contact, and relationships. So, for instance, um, having a friend or a close friend, uh, for example, of color, that it decreases prejudices. Experiences like that give students a different perspective and they're able to um, operate and function and have a perspective where they can, in some ways, think about what it's like to be in someone, someone else's shoes. For someone who may not know anything about what this new adversity score is, can you kind of explain it? Yes. So the, um, the college board came up with this diverse or the adversity score that, from my understanding, is based on two main factors. 
but it's mainly focusing on kind of ecological disadvantage. And when I say ecological, focusing on, right, your neighborhood disadvantage, the within your neighborhood, or I assume census track, it's the average and median income, um, poverty rate, et cetera, so on. Um, so in addition to kind of the neighborhood disadvantage, also ecological is school disadvantage, right? Which gets at issues in terms of school quality and school resources and things of that sort. So it's more or less kind of the structural context in which people live. What do you think the benefit may be to adding a score like this to the SAT? I think that the potential benefit is positive thing, or I guess one benefit potentially is that one, it highlights that, right, and contextualizes that some students come from more. It could potentially help admission folks to contextualize that experience when they take an account, for example, that that student that has a structural adversity score of 99, right, may have less volunteer activities, right, may also have less experiences with violin and may not have learned how to play the uh, the cello or was in ballet, but rather had to have a part-time job at McDonald's, right? What do you think some issues with implementing this could be? Is that not just simply this score, but I think, although I think it certainly has positives, um, it's not a be-all, end-all, right? I think the issue with inequality is that overwhelmingly inequality is that we're always concerned about the symptoms of inequality and how we deal with those, but less concerned and often neglect uh, kind of the structural conditions that produce the inequality in the first place. These issues are a lot more complex than people actually think, right? There's a lot of layers. And so it's not just literally pun intended. It's not just black and white, right? This sort of adversity score will affect the way that specifically like USC lets in students, the type of students that they let in and like potentially the type of students that you might be teaching. The adversity score, I don't think that it will be as transformative as people think. But again, I think it's it's going to be applied most likely different ways. So there's no consistent way of even how it's going to be captured. So it's kind of unclear. But what I think is or should be clear is I think the mass hysteria around this idea that nobody's going to be able to get into USC except unless you have a high adversity score, I think is just ridiculous. So I don't think that that's something that folks have to be concerned with, but hopefully what it will look like is that we'll have a higher percentage of students from disadvantaged backgrounds that will enter into college and universities like USC. And so what it also means is that we'll also have not just students that come from poor neighborhoods, potentially, and of all races, poor neighborhoods and schools that are less prepared to have less resources. But what it also means is that there's going to be a burden of responsibility on many of the programs. For more information about this adversity score, or other things from the College Board, visit www.collegeboard.org. For this edition of Columbia Chronicles, I'm Drew Hill. Columbia Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues important to the greater Columbia community. It's produced through a partnership between the University of South Carolina's School of Journalism and Mass Communications and USC Student Media.